Hello there, my name is Lewis James and I'm a composer, video game music enthusiast and all-round nerd. Now video game music has always inspired me and fascinated me throughout my life. For anyone that's counting, that's almost 30 years. The ability to immerse myself in different worlds, stories and environments and have the music act as a gateway to these mystical places never ceases to amaze me. So many boundaries have been broken in such a short space of time because of this medium. I invite you to join me as I analyse some of the greatest video game soundtracks of all time. Welcome to My Melodies of Life. Well, it's been a while since the last series, hasn't it? With that comes a bucket load of admin. Time to announce the renewal of Admin Time. So, where do I begin? First of all, I hope that everyone had a fantastic holiday season and a subsequent new year. Behind the scenes, I have been very busy building up my image as a composer, and I've been working on some indie films that I hope you get to see very soon. Alongside that, the day job has been incredibly demanding, as it usually does when the holiday season gets underway. As a result, I ended up with zero energy to focus on starting up the podcast again, as it does take a lot of time and work to put everything together. Another little side thing that I'm dedicating myself to is music arranging. I currently have two arrangement projects in the works, both with the fantastic people over at the London Video Game Orchestra, who I've been playing with for two years now. I can't wait to reveal more, but I'll be here all day if I did. I'm back, refreshed, and ready to take on the next batch of video game music that comes my way. No time like the present, so let's get straight to it and take another trip back to the 90s and listen to the absolute juggernaut of a soundtrack that is Tekken. I'll be completely honest with you, the timing of this episode and the release of Tekken 8 are completely coincidental. I had this planned out before it even got announced. Not because of any insider knowledge or anything like that, because I am positively not an insider in any way, shape or form. I just really love the music. When the announcement hit, I just decided to ride the wave and carry on. It's a nice little addition to my own hype train, so to speak. I didn't actually start getting invested in the series until the release of Tekken 3 in the arcades. I have vivid memories of this game being one of the first arcade games I have ever played, if not THE first one, but I digress. I always start at the beginning, so why should I stop that trend now? We need to go further back to the first arcade release of Tekken, the release of which was in December of 1994 in Japan, and international audiences will have to wait another 5 months before they could experience this new era of the phenomena that is fighting games 
in the third dimension for the first time, with music created by Yoshie Arakawa and Yoshie Takianagi. But who are these wacky and outlandish characters? What are they fighting for? And how does Kazuya's hair get more gravity defying than clouds? Shall we take a look at the story? A worldwide martial arts tournament sponsored by a giant financial group, the Mishima Zaibatsu, is nearing its finale. A large purse of prize money and the king of Iron Fist title are the rewards. But a competitor must defeat the Zaibatsu's ruthless leader, Heihachi Mishima, to win. Only one will have the chance to defeat Heihachi and take home the prize money and fame. However, some competitors have motivations beyond wealth and variety. One such competitor is Kazuya Mishima, Heihachi Mishima's son. When Kazuya was a child, Heihachi threw him off a cliff, ostensibly to find out whether he was resilient enough to inherit the Mishima Zaibatsu. Heihachi's reasoning was that if Kazuya was truly strong enough, he would be able to survive the fall and climb back up. Kazuya barely survived the fall, which left him the prominent scar on his chest. Fueled by hatred for his father, he enters the tournament to exact his revenge. What I just played is the music that accompanies the introductory cutscene that features in the PS1 version of Tekken. It's not the most conventional music in the world, I'll admit that. I can tell that the development team was still trying to experiment and are trying to figure out how they can make this series stand out instead of just being a clone of Sega's Virtua Fighter. The composers must have caught wind of this motive, or have been briefed beforehand and reflected that with the music. The initial characters that you first get to play as only get 10 seconds of screen time each. Fusing the musical styles from each of their respective cultures in such a small collective time frame, which is about a minute altogether, is not an easy task, believe me. Typically in a podcast episode, I point out my favourite pieces from a soundtrack based on why I believe them to be so memorable. As this is a fighting series, story isn't as heavy of a factor as most video game genres, especially the video games of today. So I'm going to pick out the music that I believe gets you in the perfect mindset for the task at hand. But here's the rub. The first game doesn't necessarily have character themes. Instead, the themes are primarily focused on the locations that the arenas are based on. But before that, what better way to kick things off with the first thing you hear immediately after you press the start button? The character select background music. What? That's what it's called. It is a very short loop, but the constant pattern of syncopated rhythms does give the player a very strong sense of urgency to pick a character there and then. This, along with the time limits that's immediately thrust upon you, tells the player not to keep anyone waiting. 
especially when you're in an arcade and you decide to challenge someone who is already halfway through the single player mode. Okay, we have picked a character. Now it is time for the tournament to officially go underway. I can't personally think of a location more convenient than the one that's closest to home geographically. That being Windermere. A lot of Tekken players will think of the music of Windermere first whenever they think of the first game, and with good reason. It's heavily inspired by the UK dance scene at the time, and I can hear a nice fusion of jazz and traditional folk influences coming through here and there. If I heard this at a nightclub one evening and had no knowledge of Tekken or its soundtrack, I honestly wouldn't question it. Another piece that has collectively stuck in the minds of the Tekken fanbase is another more upbeat take on a traditional style. This is the music for the arena based in Szechuan. Immediately we have synthesized instruments adding to the traditional Chinese flair. We're not in a fantasized or feudal take on that part of the world. We're in the modern day, or at the very least, the not too distant future. The human race is starting to incorporate postmodern technology into everyday life, and China is no exception. At the same time, the synthesizers don't seem to outstay their welcome. They have their time to shine, sure, but as soon as the traditional motifs start to kick in, they start to take a step back and allow the musical culture to be represented before the music starts to loop back again. A typical call and response technique in music. We'll be hearing a lot of different variations of this in the rest of the soundtrack. Well, there is one piece that does stand out however, at least in my humble opinion. about from one extreme to another. Wind effects, drones, eerie chord sequences, hardly any percussion or upbeat melodies. If anyone has visited Monument Valley, which is where this music is based on, or has seen any reference images of the area, you will immediately understand what I'm talking about. Our fighters are in a desert, where hardly any life will be able to thrive. This isn't really anything to do with the music, but I absolutely love seeing the sun on the horizon, slowly setting as the fight goes on. 
but the time seeing something so dynamic really adds to the tension and the seriousness of what's happening in front of the player, and the music encapsulates this to the point where that setting sun will be implanted into your imagination whenever you listen to it. It starts to slowly turn a fight for a spot in the tournament into a fight for survival, purely with nothing but aesthetics. Now we really cannot talk about this game's soundtrack without talking about a specific piece of music that has become so catchy it has been rearranged for another three times under different names. Just listening to the first three seconds of it will immediately get aficionados of Tekken music like myself thinking, yep that's Tekken alright. I'm talking about Fiji. Now I know the first image that you have in your head isn't specifically a fight, but more of a beach party atmosphere that's more fun in games rather than a brutal martial arts tournament. But with that being said, I've heard of scenarios in tournaments like this, where two close allies would end up facing each other in a bracket, and all of the tension seemingly disappears. Replacing that is a feeling of understanding and complacency and whoever is the better combatant at that moment will advance without any ill will. Sure, there may be some violent bursts here and there, but it's all in good spirits. That's the image I have in my head when I hear this. The steady percussion that's constantly moving, the bounciness of the marimba's bright and colourful melody, it reminds the listener that Underneath all of the uncertainty and potentially life-changing experiences a tournament like this can bring to an individual, you can never go wrong with showing some good sportsmanship and respect to your opponent. It can go a long way. Listening to this music for the first time may remind certain people of musical stereotypes from other fighting games. My answer to that is this, I definitely do not blame you. The first Tekken in particular does borrow a lot from the first Virtua Fighter for obvious reasons. You can definitely tell that from the music as well, but in hindsight this will end up becoming the foundation for what is yet to come. Get ready for the next battle.
I am so glad to be back recording these episodes, and I'm even more looking forward to talking about the music of Tekken 2 with you next time. If you like this episode, you can help me out immensely by sharing, rating, and subscribing to My Melodies of Life wherever you're listening to this podcast from. If you want to know what I've been up to, why not follow me on my social media? At LJ Composer on Instagram and Twitter. The posts have been very slow currently due to my personal life taking priority right now, but as soon as something happens that I think you will love, following me will make sure that you will be one of the first to know. I'll be back soon to do this all over again, but for now, this has been a Lewis James production of My Melodies of Life. <laughs>